Welcome back to a one part two. So, so this, this is episode, episode two, two yeah. for real. So welcome, welcome to episode back. two of Car Seat Conversations. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're, we're just super excited yeah. and grateful for like all the support thus far. Like it's been really well received. So. It has. Yeah. It has. Yeah. I almost cried about it. <laughs> I know. Like there are like moms that like we haven't met like starting to comment and yeah stuff like that. i I'm saw like, that yeah, i like, saw that and i was like no is this? what's going on yeah yeah, yeah. Literally, so, so we're super excited yeah, just excited in general the community that we're going to create yes for sure, for sure. awesome All so right. today <laughs> we're talking about our birth stories yes which were very intense they were intense for they, both of us yeah, yeah they were both very different yeah both very intense yeah. I mean, I know in the future we would like to get, you know, some other yeah. moms here to talk about their yeah. stories, too, because, like, for instance, me and my sister have polar opposite stories, birth yeah. stories. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. This is definitely a topic that I think, like, you can talk about birth and birth stories, like, forever. You know I, what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. I'm glad to keep the conversation going, but I think like we talked about pregnancy, so now birth, and then we'll just keep going along like the journey. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Cool beans. So... Who wants to start? You start, because I think okay. I started, you started last, last time. time. So, okay. Yeah. So my birth story, like I said, like in the first episode, part one, when I was just kind of talking about like my um, birth, like I was super like I wanted to go in holistic. Like I knew like, right. from pregnancy, like I want to be very holistic. I guess you can call me like one of those crunchy moms, like granola, de- granola, yeah. definitely <laughs> like conspiracy theories like they hate us in the hospitals which really isn't i mean that's theory. not it's wrong yeah, okay it's it's, um yeah. especially in georgia like georgia has like one of the highest like mortality birth mortality rates oh like, no yeah. Shoot, no, yeah. no. <laughs> no it's like big like my midwife would be talking about all that but anyways so when i found out i was pregnant like automatically i knew already who we wanted our midwife to be because mm-hmm my um fiance he had already been like kind of in this community okay um where she was like very present um so shout out to mama saran she was my awesome midwife so awesome but it was hard because i was going between atlanta and new york so i was dancing a lot and getting like a lot of work in mm-hmm. atlanta but i was also in new york just living like that's where we lived at the time during my pregnancy so I did like have like a doctor, like a regular doctor, OBGYN while I was in New York that I would like do my prenatal okay. checkup with. Um, and then when I was here, I would see her. Okay. Because so, when did you yeah. officially move here? I didn't move here until June. And I found out I was pregnant in November. Oh, so, so it was a minute. It was a minute. Yeah. yeah it wasn't like literally like six or seven or eight months. So okay. I was like flying here. Like I was here for um, Black Nativity. Right. So, you know, I was, I actually went to your cousin. Who's, oh, who, who was your doctor? Eleanor yeah. Benson. Yeah, yes. she um, confirmed my... Uh, are they okay? I just want to make sure she didn't, like, hit her head. Okay. Okay. Um, but, yeah, she actually <laughs> confirmed my pregnancy for me. Same. Uh, <laughs> she could, like, I went, I did a test with her and all okay. that stuff. And then um, I had the doctor in New York because she was like, you know, it doesn't make sense for me to be your doctor if you're going to be in New York. So yeah. then I went to the midwife. So I had a very, like, complicated already, like, kind of, like, prenatal situation. Mm-hmm. But I liked it because I feel like I was, like, super covered because I had a doctor right. and a midwife. And then I also had a doula. So um, my You were seeing G-Fla, everybody. Yeah, I was seeing yeah. everybody. Gifa met with us, like, literally 
weekly like at first it was like once a month or like once every couple of weeks or whatever and we would just check in about like mentally okay. um like how i was doing you know okay. am i drinking my water what are my plans like what are our birth plans and all that stuff so meditation and then i also did um yoga with i did pre- what's her name Anya, I did prenatal yoga okay. with Anya, um, Cherish Life Wellness, and I'll tag all these people below, um, they're all based in Atlanta, um, so that was, like, pretty cool, like, I felt mm-hmm. very supported with my birth team, right. so I was, my due date was August 3rd, Okay. and I literally went into labor on Munir, which is my fiance, I went into labor on his birthday, so we had went to like our last prenatal appointment kind of and she was like you know there's this place with the eggplant like you can go eat the eggplant you know they say that like it yeah. has, eggplant has like certain things in it that i guess like loosens up your cervix or something okay. like that okay so we went and ate the eggplant and then his mom is a massage therapist so I she did not knew, know she was a massage yeah so she knew like certain pressure points on my feet so you know nice. that like could like you know start pregnancy start yeah. your labor and by that time like I was done like soul is big now but like I was big I was mm-hmm. like and, you know like the end of pregnancy just like sucks um <laughs> so literally that night I started having contractions wow okay. like literally that night and like I remember calling my midwife and being like you know they're like two three minutes apart and she's like okay well if they get any faster let me know but she was leaving a birth so okay. she was like you know i'll come but then like they just <laughs> but then they literally like just stopped your so, contractions like, yeah my contraction stopped so like they had gotten all the way to where they were like five two three minutes wow. apart, and then they just like stopped so i like called my my doula was out of town because usually your doula is like the first person that reports your doula is like your nurse okay um and also, I plan to have a home water birth. So, like, all this was an effort of a planned water birth. So, we had bought, mm-hmm. like, all the birthing tools. We had a pool there. Right. Like, it was, like, the you, whole... From what my mom told me, yeah. you were trying to do it on, like, the on the porch, like, outside. I literally wanted to do it yeah. outside. Like, I wanted that to have, have been it outside. That would have been beautiful. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. It would have been, like, That would have been, like, it, yeah. Like, it, no, it literally seems like a fairy tale I can dream. Yeah. Um, especially because, like, where we are in my in-laws, like, at my mother-in-law, she literally, like, has this, like, nice, like, awning so it's covered. Oh. Like, we had, like, it was just, like, we have planted. And, you know, right. you have this big thing. You but have a vision, yeah. I was so anxious about delivering a baby. Like, it just seemed, like, the scariest thing to do so like yeah and you know how like before things happen like you can't you never imagine things how they're gonna happen like ever like you just yeah. can't do it you yeah know what I mean? like you can't tell the future like that so i think i thought it was gonna be this like beautiful sunshine rainbows mm-hmm. moment like this golden moment and like it wasn't that so i went into labor on his birthday my doula was in miami so she was like you know if things progress fast then like you know i'll send my backup doula or whatever okay right? but so that was Saturday. I think she got to me that Sunday because my contractions had stopped. So they would stop and start. Okay. So nobody was like too scared. They're like, okay, maybe she's going into labor. Maybe these are just Braxton Hicks or whatever. Okay. But my doula came over Sunday night to just like check on me and just to see what was happening. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she was like, okay, you're actually progressing. So we're like walking up hills and stuff, doing mm-hmm. all the things. My midwife and her assistant comes over, Miss um, Robin, and... Uh, literally like i'm like doing all the things like literally i'm having contractions i'm like just in a lot of pain i'm bouncing on the ball like i'm literally having a baby but like they're checking me and i'm not dilating 
So like okay. I'm literally like like a centimeter centimeter dilated, and they're like, "What? Like this isn't matching like yeah. the contractions?" Because usually the faster your contractions get, that means more work is happening. Right, it's like you're dilating. You know, you're spreading your opening up so you can have this baby. So they literally did not leave. I think my mid life, my midwife left once. My doula did not leave the whole like almost 72 hours wow before, uh, 84 hours or whatever okay. that i was 86 or whatever the four days is, that i was in labor like she did not leave not my you side. were in labor no, for four days literally for days like they did not leave my side um, <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of crazy because like i haven't really talked about this because i was so emotional about like how it went and i was yeah. so disappointed in myself I feel you. that yeah. i couldn't have like the labor and the home birth that i wanted yeah. to but anyway so <laughs> literally it's tuesday morning and there she checks me again or whatever it's like they're starting to get the pool set up because i okay. guess she, she will she takes me near outside well even before that like i did not sleep i started throwing up like we're, oh my we God. literally tried everything okay and i just would not dilate so she literally checked me again and mm -hmm. i think i was like maybe I went from like in three days i went from like one to two centimeters dilated that's so, insane yeah so she was like you gotta go to the hospital so okay we go to the hospital and i at this point i'm in so much pain i've been in labor for three days but i was so sad because i didn't want to take medicine i didn't want yeah. any medicine but i took all the pain medicine they could give me because at that point i was like i don't care like i just yeah. want to be okay yeah you know? yeah um and so then i just was like there all day i don't think i was dilating either but then they had to break my water because okay. because mm -hmm. my water wouldn't break so like yeah. all this is happening my water never broke like i would have like you know like i was they would see a little blood or like a bloody show what they like uh -huh. they would call that or whatever and i had that stuff at home but like literally like they it just never happened my water never broke so when they broke my water they saw um meconium okay and so you know like if i so i'm glad that i went to the hospital and i honestly it was like a god I don't want to say sign, but just like a miracle or a blessing that we went to the hospital because had I had him at home in the water, if meconium would have came out, we would we would have been rushed to the hospital anyway. Anyway, yeah, because they would have had to make sure that he didn't inhale any of that, mm -hmm. you know. So I almost got rushed into a C-section, but because it wasn't planned for me to come in, I had like to get a new doctor. It was just a lot. Yeah. Um. So I ended up not being able to have. I didn't have to have a C-section. I pushed him out naturally, and he was born Wednesday morning, so August third on my actual due date. Um. And it was just a lot, but I just remember like one just feeling like I just failed because I didn't have that home birth. Like mm -hmm. I was at the hospital, and you know, so many people like when I look at these Instagrams or TikToks, they're like don't have baby like y'all need to have babies naturally don't have this medicine like your baby's gonna come out all drugged up and but it was like at that point it was like life or death you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it was like i wasn't gonna make it he wasn't gonna make it like something had to give you and know and that's just like so unfair to it say is. it is it's, and it's yeah. and, and you know i get that too like i always knew i was gonna go into the hospital yeah. um but it was my plan to yeah. give birth naturally yeah. you know, no epidural no yeah. No medicine, but it it was, it was my plan yeah. as well. And I was I will say like one of the reasons that was my plan also like yeah. I had spoken to a lot of moms early on that told me not to go to the hospital, that yeah. told me to do natural, that yeah. told me all yeah. of this. You know what I mean? And like that's fine. And I think that is something like if I had a second, I would try. Yeah. 
But like, I think it's unfair to the complexity of birth in those different situations. It's like, like you can't, you can't control. You it. can't control it. Like there yeah. is a whole like department dedicated to birth. Birth, like. Like, let's be, and then we also, like, everyone likes to bring up, oh, well, like, this is how they did it back in the day. They also died. They also died very often back in the day. Like, you know what I mean? So, while I think it's such a fine line with medicine and pregnancy and then natural, it's such a fine line. It's a fine line. I think what I realized, what I learned is just like being open to everything. And I I think that's like what God, universe, whatever was like trying to teach me is that, like, one, you're not in control. Like this baby is gonna come in, and the like the way you think that things are gonna go, like it's just that's not, not always gonna be. It's the case. Just, yeah, no. And then I think too, just that like what you're saying, like just like the complexities of birth, like and kind of just life too. Like you kind of have to go with the flow. Like you said in the last episode, like moment by moment. Moment birth by was moment. Moment by, by moment. moment, and yeah. that's and that's what just being pregnant is and having yeah. a baby is like yeah. literally like I think I was more anxious before my birth mm-hmm. and after my birth mm-hmm. than during the birth because yeah. I knew you have no choice because you're trying yeah. first of all you're you're trying to focus on yeah. a life and yeah. then if you had you know the type of births we yeah. had it's like like trying I'm trying to stay and survive okay I, I'm trying no, to survive yeah I like I didn't care about nothing like Munir sends me videos now or like shows me videos that he took like during my birth and I'm like I don't even remember that like that's like how yeah. I was there like literally in whatever pain I yeah. was feeling like I was there and honestly like I from that moment I like stopped the kind of because I kind of had like a I don't want to say a superiority complex but like with moms that like had births at home or moms that had birth in the hospital it's like oh these moms like you know they're doing better for their babies and We're, stuff like that yeah so like, let's not act like there's not a superiority complex with that as there well is, because there really is not that, and like, that's why i feel like social media does when it talks about birth it's really not about the health of the mom uh-uh. and the baby it's really about like oh like you didn't know that or like why would you give your baby that or why would you do that and you know what i'm yeah. saying and it's like i know more than you and i because also it's a resource thing having a doula and a midwife that that's expensive such a privilege that is expensive that's a privilege yeah and thank god like you know we are really close with our midwife and doula so we were able to make it work but like that not everyone can for everybody. yeah that doesn't happen for mm-hmm. everybody and like even buying all the birth supplies like we had to buy like everything that they have at the hospital we had to buy you know yeah. we were buying like a hose to fit our bathroom for the water like it's right. like a whole thing like yeah. it's literally a whole thing and i don't think people realize like even at our baby shower like instead of asking for gifts we asked for money to, to help fund cover that our doula yeah and, like our doula and midwife costs like so I just think that like I didn't like that and my midwife even talks about like because I was super depressed after because of how yeah. everything went and she talks about like how she really wants to like help that with young women because a lot of that happens with a lot of young women um, when they have babies is like you know they have their minds set on these home births mm-hmm. these water births and sometimes it's for purely aesthetic and not necessarily like you know really understanding no, what you do let's be real please let's be real it's because of who you saw on Instagram and Facebook and I, I know I yeah. was influenced by it you know what I'm saying it just yeah. looks beautiful it looks beautiful and not to say that it's not you know also healthier I also think like I mean and I agree it, it, yeah. and, and so that's the thing that's what's so hard right because you also have to be in a certain mindset to have an at-home 
birth. No, literally. And you have to be in a certain home. Like, I would, we were at my in-laws. Not to say that, like, it wasn't a comfortable space. But it's, but not, it's not your space. space. That we, like, created together. You know what I'm saying? Like, like your body's going to know how you are really thing. feeling. And I think that's yeah. why the hospital is like that sometimes, too. Because it's not our spaces, you know? And we, Super with uncomfortable. these people, you have these nurses that, like, so I remember uncomfortable. in my, um, after when I went to... After I can't remember what they call that when you go into when you're basically just recovering yeah, yeah, after yeah, birth, but, yeah, or whatever. Like it was like these nurses that would come in, and some of them I just felt like they could care less about me and my baby. No, no, like, no, no, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> they could care less, and like yeah. I didn't like that. But yeah, my midwife she talked about how she wants to like kind of create like some literature just surrounding around how to prepare your mind while you're pregnant she, if your yeah. birth doesn't that go. Would how it's to go. Yeah. That would be helpful. That would be helpful. Yeah. Um, so how story? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we'll talk about that. And I wanted yeah. to ask you a question okay, also, cool. but, um, so my, I will say, and I don't know if I said this like last time, but I had a good first and second trimester, like never mm -hmm. sick. And then my third tri trimester, I caught COVID. It wasn't horrible, but yeah. I noticed right after COVID, I, um, started to develop all these symptoms and mm -hmm. I, COVID I, and that's yeah. what I think, but I think COVID triggered something in my body. Yeah, yeah. Um, I started to swell really bad and I have like an at home blood pressure monitor. So I started to take my own blood pressure and I noticed my blood pressure was elevating mm -hmm. very slightly, but mm -hmm. for me, it's like alarming. Yeah. So I did go to my, my doctor um, and I was like, I would like to be screened for preeclampsia. Yeah. She basically told me as the doctors do that I don't have anything to worry about so I waited and I went back the next time I was like no like I need to be screened mm -hmm. for preeclampsia because I knew something mm -hmm. was wrong um and it wasn't like how did you know preeclampsia had you just done research and, so yeah. I had done research because um I'm crazy and like <laughs> I like yeah. extensively research yeah, this yeah. um but I knew it for real, for real, because my blood pressure was yeah, going up. Yeah. Um, and I didn't have any crazy preeclampsia-like symptoms. Like I wasn't getting crazy headaches. Yeah. I wasn't seeing stars yeah. like or losing my vision. Those are like big things yeah. other than the blood pressure. Yeah. It really was just abnormal swelling yeah. and my blood pressure rising. So I did the screening and it did come out that I had like protein in my urine. So I was like at the beginning stages and she was like, Preeclampsia can escalate very quickly, so we should monitor it and let's just induce you anyway at 37 weeks. When I found out, I was like 34 weeks. I had gone through my baby shower and then I remember the week after my baby shower, um, I had extreme abdominal pain. And I woke up at like 3 a.m. with like a 103 fever. And I was in pain. Like I was like rolling on the floor, like I was just in pain. Oh so we went to the hospital and at this time I'm not thinking that I'm about to get birth at all um, and at this time I was 36 weeks so um, pretty much yeah pretty much at full time, time. Yeah, yeah full time yeah. my doctor was out of town though and yeah and then it, <laughs> that's another story and why would you go out of town no, that you said you were gonna induce me at boo like at 37 weeks right. but um yeah <laughs> 
I don't. That's what. That's what I mean by there's a fine line. Yeah. Because you're pissing me off yeah. at the hospital, but yeah. at the same time, yeah. do I have a choice? Right. Because sometimes midwifery, it felt so personal. Because once you get to choose your clients, right? You know what I'm saying it's not like people are just referred to you based off of insurance and stuff like right. that. Right. Like you know, she you have also, that connection. Right. But like my midwife, she takes off like time during like a as year, but should. she doesn't even. So if people call her and they're like, "This," she'll refer them to somebody else. Right. She's like, nope, that's my off time because she. Doesn't mm-hmm. even want a chance, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. not being available for right. your birth. So, yeah. yeah. And so and that's the thing, you plan these things ahead of time. Yeah. Like, why would you plan yeah. that the please? I'm so upset. <laughs> no. I'm so you annoyed. don't care about me. Please, you don't love me. No. But, <laughs> okay, but like Shoot, where was I? Oh, okay, mm-hmm. I go into the hospital. I'm not, I'm not thinking Dr. I'm ba- 103. Okay, yeah. abdominal pain. So um, what did it feel like? The, did it feel like contraction? Did you think it was contraction? I didn't, and it could have been. And but but this is how when it comes to me when it comes to me and how I went through my birth, I. W- I researched and then I didn't because I didn't want to overwhelm myself, right? right? So I researched certain things and then there were certain things I was just like, you know what? I don't know when it's that. Well, yeah. I don't know when that. My body will know. Body, I, I yeah, didn't yeah. know. I yeah. didn't know what that was. Yeah. I felt it up here. That's the thing. <laughs> that's weird. So that's why I do not think it was yeah, no, contractions. I was feel. Yeah, I didn't yeah. feel anything down here. It was all up here and it was an ache. Mm. It, it was an ache. So I do think it had something to do with like maybe... Wait, they never like determined what it was? No, no, they did. So okay. when I go into the doctor, I tell them about the preeclampsia. So they take my blood. They're like, yes, it escalated. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it basically, I think what was happening was my liver was like inflamed because preeclampsia can mess up your blood pressure, your heart, your liver. And so in my blood work, my liver enzymes were elevated. Oh my God. Yeah, so it was probably yeah. like inflamed yeah, or something. Yeah. So once they determined that it escalated, obviously the only way to stop it is to give birth. Yeah. So they induced me. I got like two steroid shots, which were so painful to um, get her lungs developed because she was weighing out to be five pounds. Like she was small. Yeah. Um, so. But the thing is, when she came out, she was four. Oh, so she wasn't even yeah, weighing yeah, out. Yeah, but yeah. The, also, I do think if I was full term, like she, she would have been small anyway, oh, I yeah, think. Because yeah, yeah. like I'm real tiny and Richard's yeah, real tiny. Yeah. But so they induced me. Um, I got to the point where it was really painful. So I did opt in for the epidural. Yeah. Mind you, another reason why hospitals are actually fucked up. Yeah. They had a student that they didn't tell me about no. doing my epidural. Because they're testing them. No, it because was a girl who walked in during my my birth, and she was a resident, and she was like, "Can I come in?" And I'm like, "No, I don't know. Who I are you?" And they're what? like, "Sure." Like, you know, no, like, ask my permission. But, it is, but like, it's a learning. It's a learning place for a lot of people. Like, it's. And medicine it's is so like hard. It's a Munier says it's all the it's time. Practicing. They're, practice, they're practicing. They're practicing medicine. Practice. They don't like, know shit. They I'm don't. Just kidding. You can't. You can't. Because nothing's like a thousand. You know, he did that epidural wrong. Mm-hmm. Tommy has ever said a spinal headache. Yeah. Break, break, break. The doctor comes in, um, and they're asking to break my water. I was like, can you please check how dilated I am? But before that happened, one of the other doctors, who wasn't even like, my doctor yeah. in the room, broke my water. Right. And her umbilical cord fell out. 
And then the doctor who was my actual doctor was like, oh my God, why did you do that? And then they started to stuff it back up. Was your mom with you? This is done. This is like, literally. But I was, I was at 
at this point, I was just like, I was like, this might be it. Like, this this literally might be it. Like, I was getting weaker. Like, my eyes were shutting. Like, it was terrifying. Yeah. And so I lost, like, 1,100 cc's of blood. Um, and basically, the doctor, he was pushing on my stomach. He was like, okay, I think she's fine. And one of the nurses was like, I can look at her and tell you she's not fine. Like, I was, like, passing out. Like, while this was going on, it was, it was, it was traumatic. So they get everything under wraps. They leave, but I they did have to continue to take blood because basically they needed my blood to, to um, go back up. And if it didn't, I was going to have to get a blood transfusion. So I had to wait for the uh, blood test results to come back from my, the blood work they did. Luckily, I didn't have to do that. Um, and so after the 24 hours, and it was just a whole debate, right? Like doctors were coming in and out because I had a high risk doctor than I had my regular doctor. The regular doctor was telling me that my liver, my, my liver enzymes were still elevated. And so they were concerned. And I was just like, well, why is that elevated? And she was like, are you on Tylenol? Like, of course they're giving me Tylenol for pain. Of course they're giving me Tylenol. Duh. I can't take anything else while right. pregnant. Or like even after, right after birth yeah. while I'm breastfeeding. And they were like, oh, well, that might be why. So the doctors were even communicating with each other. Like, it was just truly a hot mess. And I felt, I felt unsafe. Oh, Lord. I felt unwell. It was yeah. terrible. Yeah. So after I'm off the magnesium, it gets worse, Akita. No. Magnesium. I start to stand Wait, up. It's worse than that. I start to stand up because they took the catheter out and I can't move my neck. So I did get a spinal headache. Okay. I got a spinal headache and I didn't know what that was. Like I was like, am I having a stroke now? So they had someone come in to look at me to see if I was having a stroke. I did it. They were like, it's probably the spinal headache. And I mean, the only I had to like all the way back to not have a, a piercing headache. And I couldn't move my neck like this. Couldn't look up and down. I couldn't move it. Wait, so who was managing baby P? Richard! And thank God, he did everything for her. She couldn't even breastfeed off of me for that period of time because she kept falling asleep. So he had to bottle feed her everything. I had to pump. He had to bottle feed. It was, it was horrible. It was horrible. And at this point, I still felt like I was dying for some reason. I still felt the worst no, I ever felt. It, no, after birth, like, literally feels like you were dying. Like, I remember when you had to, like, go back on tour, and, like, it was, like, maybe the second or third day, and, like, literally, I was, like, I went downstairs because I just wanted food. I was, like, I just want to go regular. I want to walk. I walked all the way through my room, downstairs, stood in line. I had just had a baby, but no nurse, nobody wrapped me, nobody told me anything, so I came upstairs, and I'm, like, freaking out because I'm, like, I can't breathe. I'm feeling very real. And she's, like, nobody wrapped you. I'm, like, nobody wrapped me. And that's what they say. These nurses. No, they don't communicate. Yeah. Actually, the people that I felt, like, cared about me was the ones taking my blood. Mm-hmm. Like, I was so out of it to mm-hmm. the point where, like, I kept having blood taken in. Yeah. Life. Like, one woman came in, she started taking my blood. I held her. I held her and sobbed, and, and she was like, and I was like, I'm sorry, like, I, I'm sorry, I, I don't know why I'm holding yeah. you. Like, and she was like, no, it's okay, you can hold me. Aww. And I, like, was just, like, felt like crying, because it was, like, it, it was, it, I'm still trying to comprehend. What no, literally, happened. like, what happened? Like, what happened? I did everything, I felt, I was like, I did everything right. You did. I you literally did, yeah. couldn't stop crying for weeks after that, not only because I came home with the spinal headache, it didn't go away when I left the hospital. I had it for two weeks after I left the hospital at home. But I remember coming home and my mom was here, so that's like my safe space. Yeah. And I just broke down. I was just like, what the fuck did I do? What the fuck did I do? No, like, literally. Hysterically. Because it feels like you like made this terrible mistake. Yeah. It's like, it's like, 
I I didn't want all this. No. That's really what it is. It's I like want I want the baby. All this other shit that came with it, like I don't I want, want that. Because yeah, yeah. I my health is changed. Yeah, my body yeah. is changed. Like C sections are terrible. Just just in general. Like I remember when my sister gave birth, she was scared to like she was in the bathroom for like a month afterwards. Like it just it feels horrible. Yeah. And the mental agony yeah. that came with it. Yeah. The fucking mental agony. Yeah. So that's how my birth story went. That's and crazy. I have debated, like, we have debated um, taking yeah. it to court. But, again, it's so common. Like, I, yeah. I had multiple nurses that came in to take my blood. One of the nurses I took, to, uh, I spoke to, the same exact thing. Happened to her? Same exact thing happened to her. She had to be, um, she had to, she had um, pre-parental with both her kids. She had to be on magnesium for 24 hours. She didn't hemorrhage. Yeah. But I've heard about people hemorrhaging yeah. also a lot after birth. Yeah. Like, it's like almost like it happened and then all, I, I hear all these similar stories yeah. and I had no idea yeah. before that. Yeah. Everything I heard before that was very, yeah. Almost glamorous, yeah. As glamorous as it could be. As glamorous, no, literally, like. And then you also are watching like all these birthday videos online, and like people are just popping babies out. I don't know how. Literally, just like popping them out like it's nothing. Yeah, you can't help but sometimes to just like feel like yeah, and it's like damn, is it my fault? Like, why did my experience have to be like that? Like, really, just like taught me to like relinquish control and there was something about it even in my birth like again beauty from trauma yeah there was some a blessing within it while i was so anxious in my pregnancy once i gave birth to paloma and i had feel like i experienced the worst i could experience right right i was i was good yeah like it's like you you got through it i got through it i felt good but like it was hard i mean i remember like even two weeks before i went into labor yeah I wrote her a note because I thought I, I felt like I was going to die in pregnancy. Like, I had a feeling that something bad was going to happen. I wrote her a note. I still have it in the little box. Oh my gosh. I know. You don't need this no more. Yeah, you have a note. Please. So, yeah. Birth. Birth. Within pain, there's beauty. No, within pain, there is beauty. But, like, yeah. But I will say, um, that birthing experience, what it did let me know is that the medical system will fail you. You You have to speak up for yourself constantly. Like, you have to, because you know what hurts. You have to advocate for yourself. I literally have made up my mind. I'm like, I'm not having a home birth. Like, I need to go to the hospital. Like, I can't do it, you know? And at that point, I was like, 100% okay with it. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. But we did it. We did it. We're here. We did it. Yeah. How was your birth story? Let us know in the comments if, you know, you were able to have, you know, your birth at home, a water birth, or if you had the same struggles, like, in a hospital. Yeah. We'll Um, we'll also have some moms on here, too. Yeah. Some other birth stories. Which I think will be nice. Yeah. We have to share traumatic Exactly. But there are some births that are beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. We want to hear those too. Yeah. So thanks for tuning in.